Hi, this is Craig Tim, and you're listening to The Craig Tim Show. Each time we get together, I'll be sharing God's message on living the Christian life. Thank you for joining me. I'm glad you found it. And I just want you to know God loves you today. God loves you every day. All you have to do is receive what he wants to give you. Believe and hear what he has. I want to start off with a few uh, lyrics from a song. The song is The Voice of Truth from Casting Crowns. And it talks about how to overcome being um, overwhelmed and, 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 and what life tells us. It says, the waves are calling out my name and they laugh at me. They're reminding me all the times I've tried before and I've failed. And these waves keep telling me time and again, boy, you're never going to win. You're never going to win. But the voice of truth tells me a different story. The voice of truth says, do not be afraid. The voice of truth says, this is for my glory. And out of all the voices calling out to me, I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. The next verse talks about overcoming the giant. And the giant's calling out your name and he laughs at you and reminds you of all the times and you've tried and you've failed before. And he keeps on telling you, boy, you're never going to win. Just like the waves in the ocean, the noises around us telling us that we're not going to win. But the stone I have was just the right size to put that giant on the ground. And the waves... They don't seem so high anymore from the top of them looking down. I'll soar with the wings of eagles when I stop and listen to the sound of Jesus singing over me. I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. If you get a chance, pull that up on YouTube, Spotify, whenever you listen to your music. Casting Crowns, the voice of truth. It is a powerful song to remind us to listen to what God has to say. And the title of our message, Whom Do You Listen To? Did you know we begin to hear as early as 18 weeks old? Our ears, they're typically they're fully developed at 25 weeks, I found out. I did not know that. And we hear all kinds of sounds when we're inside the womb. We know that. We've been told that. That babies hear very, very young. And when we're born... The noises are so loud that I believe we're scared coming out into the new environment. And that's why babies cry so loud. Well, that's only part of it, the reason they cry. The other part is when the doctor gives them a swat on the bottom so they start breathing on their own. I think it kind of just wakes them up, so to say. And sometimes we might need that to help us get up and get going during the day. I know I do sometimes. But hearing is just a natural event for us. We become very sensitive to the noises and to the voices around us, which means it doesn't take very long to learn the voices and the sounds from mom and dad. Our ears are a very complex organ. We quickly are able to differentiate the many sounds we hear, sounds of love, sounds of concern, tones of worry, even anger. It is so amazing how that works. So, Have you ever thought, why do we have two ears? Yeah, we've always heard the cliche, two ears to hear more, only one mouth to speak less, yada, yada, yada. But really, have you ever really thought why you have two ears? I think we'd somewhat look out of whack and out of balance if we only just had one ear. So we have two of them, so we just 
look complete, right? Now, there are other advantages to having two ears. Actually, hearing with two ears has distinct advantages, such as the improved speech understanding and the noises, better speech recognition, sound localization, as they call it. In general, it's said that stereo hearing with two ears is less strenuous than mono hearing, and that's only if you had one ear you could hear from. Think of it like your music system. We rarely only have one speaker playing. As a matter of fact, we love the surround sound to help fill the room so we can hear it all at once and all the better, right? Now, the external ear, that actually has a place, too. It, it helps block and it muffles some of the sounds from behind us. It, 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 that helps us to distinguish whether a sound is coming from the front or from the rear. It also gathers a much larger sound wave by having those external ears, and it makes hearing all the more sensitive than if you didn't have them at all. Now, with two ears, you're able to hear the sounds clearly from both directions. Hearing sound from only one side of the body limits the amount of sound that you can hear clearly from the other side, obviously. And when you're in a social situation, two ears make it a lot easier to hear sounds. Two ears also make it easier to hear from the Lord. We don't want to make any mistakes when the Lord's speaking to us. We want to hear it loud and clear. Now that we know having two ears helps us listen better and more efficiently, I want to find out what it is that you spend your time listening to. Since we talked about it already, how about music? Let's start with that. See, there are so many types of genres to listen to. You know, subconsciously, the music feeds into your mind and spirit. Did you realize that? What are you feeding yourself today? What do you think? Depending on what you're listening to, what are you feeding yourself? Is it the classic rock from your school days? Where you can reminisce about your days of youth, reminding yourself who you were with, where you were at, what was going on in the time of your little world? Or could it be the soothing sound of smooth jazz. And that happens to be one of my personal favorites, actually. For me, listening to this type of music helps relax me, allows me to work peacefully and productively. Or I'm able to just take some time and think about issues and family and life. It just is a total relaxation. There's others who may prefer classical or even pop music. But how about the Christian worship music? I believe that we all listen to this type of music sometime throughout our days. I, on the radio, uh, maybe at home, maybe when you're uh, doing your journaling and your Bible studies. Somewhere we always seem to be listening to the Christian worship music. Actually, I usually have this going on while I'm out journaling or writing God's message as I was making notes for this, this uh, uh, presentation. I had my uh, Christian worship music on. This can be at all hours of day and night, though. Because having the truth come into my mind through music allows me to receive his strength. It knocks out any negative thoughts that it's trying to overtake me at the time. Now, a side note, you remember, the, you remember the cartoons where the person's being pulled in opposite directions? On one shoulder is this little red devil man, and he's trying to pull you into making a decision that might not be quite so ethical or proper. And, of course, on the other shoulder is the 
glowing white angel man telling this person not to make the wrong choice because he really is a good person. And you know the difference from right and wrong. Do you, do you remember that? I'm sure you do. Many of us saw that as kids when we were watching TV and the cartoons that were on. And we always kind of thought it was funny, but it really is happening if you think about it. Back to listening. How about the talk radios? There are so many stations, both local and national, that are available to us to listen to now. It all depends on your political position or your beliefs and on your values as to which station you really tune into and what you're going to hear and absorb. Talk radio can be educational, but it can also be destructive, depending on who is talking at that time. It's imperative we have good judgments of what information we hear as to what we're going to keep and what we'll dismiss. And how about the Internet? I mean, you can social media can listen to anything on the Internet now, even the radio and talk radio and all the different musics we've already talked about. But listening to the Internet news and the variety of other programs, there's so many that they're overwhelming. Because, you know, actually... We know that everything that comes across the Internet is, is true. Yeah, right? I'm being sarcastic here. How about your friends and colleagues you listen to? Much of what our friends and colleagues has value to us. They usually don't mean any harm on purpose, but sometimes when they talk to us about just playing out in left field those topics, and it just has no place in our head. And then there's Satan. He can be the sneakiest of all the noises we hear. He has so many different ways to say what he's trying to say to us. He really is just a scam artist when you come down to it. And what he says can sound so convincing, it's almost truthful. And if we let ourselves become too vulnerable, we will typically fall for one of his many, many tricks. Now this last one, you got to think about for a minute, because I don't know if we do uh, much think about hearing from this person, but how about yourself? How often do you let yourself talk you out of something you knew was true only moments earlier? Your own voice can be more deceitful than that even of the enemy, because it's you. And you wouldn't lie to yourself now, would you? How often do you listen to the Lord? Or another way of asking, how often do you hear from the Lord first? This may just sound like semantics, but you have to hear from the Lord before you can actually listen to what he has to say. Just as in a conversation with anyone else, you cannot hear the other person if you're talking or if your mind is distracted and wandering off and thinking about a thousand other things. So it is with God. If you want to hear him speak, you must be quiet. You must be focused on what he is saying. A regular conversation with God will transform your life. But you have to be quiet to hear from him. Consider identifying a place and a time to meet with God every day. And if you can't make that time, then perhaps every other day. Be consistent with him. But I do have to say, we make every effort to meet with friends, colleagues, work meetings, in many cases a mentor, and we will meet them in a variety of places. 
and will listen to each other on a regular basis. Coffee shops, restaurants, and park when the weather is nice, and even we go to one another's homes and visit. We put that on the calendar as an important date and time and an appointment, so to say, so we don't miss it. So if you have trouble being with God, why not do the same with Him? Make an appointment to meet with Him daily. Put it on the calendar if you have to. And this is an appointment that you cannot break or miss. Okay, Craig, thank you very much for that, but I have trouble conversing with God, you might be saying. How, how do I do that? Well, the first thing is you start off with prayer. That's how you begin a conversation with God. And then you sit back and you listen to Him. Listening to God requires a deliberate choice. A choice to shut out the chaos around you and focus your thoughts on Him. You would do that if you're meeting with a friend or colleague like we just said, right? You'd be focusing on what they said so you didn't miss it. The same thing when you're with God. Is God someone you can hear? Well, the Bible says He is, and the Bible is one of the main tools through which we, He speaks to us. Matthew 11:15 says, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Well, that seems kind of obvious, but somehow God felt it important to have it in Scripture here for us. We have two ears so we can hear twice as much, right? Isaiah 28, 23, give ear and hear my voice. Listen and hear my words. And Romans 10, 17 says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. We seem to receive and digest so many other noises we hear throughout each day that do we have enough faith to receive what the Lord is telling us when we hear from him too? Let me ask you, how is your faith today? Where are you on that? And yes, that may sound familiar for many of you because we have talked about that before and God has challenged that. How is your faith today? Ezekiel 3.10 says, He said to me, Son of man, take into your heart all my words which I speak to you and listen closely. When you spend time with the Lord, is it to check a box so you feel good about yourself? Check off that calendar appointment? Or can you hear all of his words? And how close are you really listening and absorbing what he's saying? As we experience each day, we live in a world of noises. You know that. Road noise. Factory noise, construction machine noises, people sounds, noise, 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 constant noise that drives me crazy. Have you ever sat quietly in a mall or at an outdoor venue and just listened to all the noise going on? I have. It is mind-boggling, the noises that are out there that want our attention. Everywhere we go, we find these noises. And they keep us from letting our thoughts get below the surface level. Hearing God's voice means not listening to the noise of the world around us. It's not easy, but it can be done. You can do it. I have faith in you. God wants you to do it. King David, the author of most of the book of Psalms, he gave us a model for meeting with God. 
Let the morning bring my word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. That is Psalm 143.8. He sought God's direction in the morning, at the beginning of each day, like a general in God's army. He wanted to hear from the commanding officer before he entered battle. And that's what we should look at it. Life is a battle every day. Beginning each day, fresh with God, is a great reminder that Scripture says, His mercies are new every morning, Lamentations 3, 23. You must find the time of the day that works best for you, though. I find that morning is the best time for me whenever possible. And sometimes the sun isn't even up when I'm hearing from God. Like writing the notes for today's message. Actually, it's... 3.15 in the morning that I'm finishing. Do you want to hear God speak to you? Listening to God requires regular Bible reading, since the Bible is the Word of God. This is usually where it will begin for many of us. Listening to God requires a heart committed to understanding His message. God often speaks to us in visual images, and He does that for me many times. Consider the example of the prophet Habakkuk. In Habakkuk chapter 2, the prophet longed to hear from God. He was so determined he was willing to stand and wait as long as it took. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the rampart. I will look to see what he will say to me. That's in Habakkuk 2.1. He found that God was faithful. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that my chosen messenger may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and it will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Habakkuk 2.2 Listening to God requires a right attitude in our hearts. In order to listen to God and receive his instruction, we must want to do his will, much as Habakkuk did. God honors the heart that is fully surrendered to him. If we are stubbornly clinging to our own desires, we're likely to get a garbled message that will not be God's voice at all. And as a result, we're, we're likely to continue pursuing a path that's contrary to the one God's designed for you. Psalm 48 Verse 8 says, I desire to do your will, O oh my God. Your law is within my heart. Do you desire God's will for your life above every other desire? I'll ask you that again. Do you desire God's will for your life above every other desire? If you do, you can trust that he will direct your path. Listen to his message. Be quick to obey. Write down what he tells you and be ready to share it so that others may understand, such as I have done here today for you. When, when, you, when you listen to God and, and you obey him, you'll discover a life that is full and rich with purpose, confident you are following the master's plan. Proverbs 3, 6. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. And Luke eleven twenty eight. 28, but he said, 
On the contrary, blessed are those who hear the word of God and observe it. We started off with the verses from the Voice of Truth, from Casting Crowns. The Voice of Truth, God's Word. Can you hear it? Are you listening? Is it even something that you want to know and to take and to hear? I hope so. Because there are so many distractions. There are so many other noises. What is it that you are listening to today? The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you with favor. Be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in your life today. Blessings, my friend. And until next time, seek after the Lord. Listen closely to what he has for you. Because it all matters for eternity. Amen.